I'm Stu Whiffin. And I'm Adam Richardson. And not only are we the editors of Pod Bible Magazine, we're also your hosts for the Pod Bible Podcast. The podcast podcast where podcasters talk to podcasters about podcasts and podcasting. It doesn't get more meta than that, right? Welcome to the Pod Bible Podcast. I am one of your hosts this week, Scroobius Pip, and I am joined fairly regularly by Stu Whiffin. Hello. That was very, very business. <laughs> it's like you were answering the register. <laughs> Present. <Yeah. laughs> yes, um, it's great to be back again. It was us two last week mm. where we were here in Witch Wilson talk about... I said Witch Wilson then. Witch Wilson. That's how you speak. Uh, <laughs> where we, ha- we, 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 we were joined by Rich Wilson talking about Insane in the Membrane, Rihanna Coleman talking about BBC Earth, no, from BBC Earth, yeah. talking about Ear, Ear hustle, hustle, wasn't it? Um, and James Acaster from Off Menu, who recommended uh, three-track podcast. I shouldn't have told you who they recommended, because we, at this point, normally encourage you to go back and listen to previous episodes, yeah, but it seems pointless now. Um, but it's wonderful to hear from all of those people, so yeah. It's worth heading back and giving it a good old listen. Um, All episodes are 20 to 30 minutes long, and there's an amazing back catalogue with both the off-menu guys, all the gossip mongers, Kate Thornton. Pretty much every podcast, heavyweight. Johnny Vaughan, yeah, everyone. Carrie Adloyd, all these Mm. wonderful people. So who have we got this week, speaking of uh, of wonderful people? Okay, we have Monty and Sadia from No Country for Young Women. Hello, we are here with Monty and Sadia from No Country for Young Women. Hello. Hello. How are you guys? Good. Good. Thanks. Thank you very much. I have a quick question. Am I allowed to swear? Yeah. Oh, great. (laughs) That's a great way to start your podcast. Always have to check. We encourage it. Yeah, yeah. When you're telling us how good your podcast is, we want lots of swear words. Fantastic. So, basically, um, tell us exactly why your podcast is so fucking amazing. (laughs) (laughs) What is your podcast? Our podcast is on BBC Sounds, Mm -hmm. and uh, we talk about, in this series, we're talking about what home means for us because in the first couple of series we were looking at kind of more belonging and identity as in if you don't look like the other people the majority where you are uh how do you feel british really Mm. we get the um oh that's a very uh interesting name where's that from or where are you from from? When you get in your arranged marriage. Exactly. Yeah. You know, okay. w- weird stuff like that. So it's also just to, um, I guess, highlight that uh, not all British voices come from white faces. Yeah. And how did you two get involved? How did it start? And how did you meet? Yeah. We met ages ago. We mm. used to work together in a call centre because of our dulcet tones. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I do, I'm a stand-up comedian, so I was talking to the BBC um, and pitching some stuff, and then they said it'd be really good if you did it with a friend, like a podcast, like, you know, with, with your homie. So She knows and, someone with a big mouth. Me and Monty Perfect. just had these chats on a regular, so it didn't feel like it was something for production. It's really nice that something organic was mm-hmm. created here. Mm. Like Sadia said, we, we used to work uh, in a call centre. It's actually not as uh, uh, traditional as that sounds. We worked for a really posh bank, so mm. um, it was just a way to brighten up our afternoons because uh, it was a bit boring just telling rich people that they still got all their money. Yeah. Oh, God, we, yeah. We just didn't even get to talk much at the call centre. I had left um, at the point where this podcast started, but we like it was legitimately hardcore 
put your headphones on, take call, 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 call. We we wouldn't just about say hello and bye bye, mm. but we we just kind of like because Monty was doing stand up at the time as a character act, so we just were introduced because um, we were on separate teams in the call center. So we were just introduced and we just got on because we talked the same vernacular, you know, mm-hmm. pretty much. And I still work in finance. Um, I'm an operational risk manager. Right. Very okay. boring. Very, very, very. Um, and I get to do this on the side, which is really cool um, because my days can uh, drag. And uh, this is a, a really nice way to, I guess, uh, share experiences and, again, share different voices. Again, you know, this sounding voice shouldn't be unusual to people. or You know, people shouldn't be shocked that a black person can be well-spoken. And yeah. uh, the audience is... Uh kind of amazed both of us because we thought it'd be you know just mostly British or UK based but actually half of our listeners are outside the UK from around the world so um, there's every like loads of people having the same experiences that we are where you may live somewhere but you may not feel like that's your home or it might be difficult for you to feel that you have to almost prove that you're Italian for example whatever so we get loads of fan mails from white listeners as well we just have our, our listenership is so diverse which is really exciting they're really sweet how did you sit on the format for the podcast um, we did loads of prep isn't it it was six yeah. months before the first like demo that we did so we had loads of meetings mm. we had loads of chats with um, a producer and just talking about again you know uh, we have a, a segment on our show called frequently asked questions and it is a lot of questions that people ask you that are a little bit intrusive but you feel that you have to answer them because they're quite pushy so the question of you know where do you come from when I come from London yeah no, no okay but where do you really where, yeah. do, where do your parents come from well actually I'm an immigrant so you know I come from I was born in Nigeria but you know the first answer should have been sufficient yeah uh and sometimes it, it isn't for people so nobody it's... asked me where my parents were born. <laughs> where are they from yeah, exactly Stu you yeah. can tell by his accent <laughs> Essex all the way <laughs> It's not it's just true, about it? it's, it's not it's, just it's... about identity though. We do talk about sex quite a lot, mm-hmm. uh, or lack thereof sometimes. You know, okay. uh, so we're just allowed to be ourselves, which is really like refreshing from a creative point of view. I'm sure you guys understand. Sometimes there's restrictions. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's certain kind of. Um, you know, format, but I think the freedom of podcast means it's an impromptu conversation rather than like a standard recorded radio piece. Yeah. So I take it the podcast is just for everyone. It's not aimed at specifically women or people from certain backgrounds, just anybody who's interested. Like Sadia said, we have have the same sorts of experiences that everyone else Mm. has. You know, um, I think in the first series we talked about hen parties and how shitty some friends can be about, you know, hen parties, the fact that, I now have to go on holiday to go for a hen party. It used to be that you just go for a weekend to a spa or you go out for dinner. So we have the same sort of experiences that everyone else has. We talk about, we we talk about sex, which isn't often, you know, we don't openly talk about that from our cultural background. So Mm. it's also we're trying to change the um, types of conversations that people are having. Let's be more open. Let's talk about cocks. Let's talk about, you know, hen parties. Let's talk about work, you know, and what it's like to be, a woman, um, a black woman in a uh, corporate space and, and things like that, really. Yeah, excellent. And for a brand new listener, somebody who hasn't heard about the podcast at all, would you say there's a 
episode that you'd recommend or just start at the beginning or every episode is really good but we've got some favorites <laughs> like we had Ainsley Harriet on yeah, and that was a bit of a, a exciting one for both of us because we remember him from like our childhood yeah. and talking about food we're both really passionate about food we love food like that's from our culture I love Monty's food anytime she cooks for me I love like eating chocolate everything <laughs> so we cooked for Ainsley actually wow. uh, and we got to find out some personal details about him like his shoe size so we definitely <laughs> recommend that the title of that podcast would lead me to think the conversation went all over the place as well because it, it says food for play and Ainsley Harry <laughs> because I was thinking listen food is an aphrodisiac and this man knows about food so listen give us some tips and he's got massive feet he's just huge in all the right say yeah what do they say Monty <laughs> <laughs> there was a high five just then, guys. Stuart Monty shared a high five. <laughs> oh, God, I'm blushing. This is why it's great to be black. You can't see when I get embarrassed. <laughs> um, live shows. We've been doing a lot this series. So we did the uh, Edinburgh Fringe Festival. It was massive, like, packed out. Both yeah. me and Monty did, like, some stand-up. We had some really cool stand-ups, like Aditi Mittal, who's just, like crazily good like we were so lucky to have her and we did the king's place and the paris podcast festival so we are getting around yeah and from again for me because i'm not as um regular as uh that made me makes it sound like it's toilet habit yes. sorry, yeah, sorry. <laughs> i didn't mean toilet <laughs> habit. you're open when it comes to the chat i'm not talking about a toilet habit but Zadia <laughs> performs a lot more than i do and um i haven't done stand-up properly in a really long time so it was really great to be very nerve-wracking because i'm pretty sure i could feel myself vibrating but it's it's also nobody said that everybody said afterwards including me that monty just was in her element at home it was really nice yeah. it was great to have a live audience and for people I guess to to get that um, validation there, yeah, that immediate uh, gratification is really nice. And to know that people like what we're doing or it resonates with people is is really great to see. I will add that it's a different vibe to stand up because our audiences, they come in and they kind of like know us. They feel like they're our friends and... They're really sweet, whereas in comedy, man, you're ready for battles. Like, you're ready for, you know, hecklers, you're ready for anything. So, for me, it was, like, different, basically. Because I love stand-up and... um any kind of energy is good energy, whether it's positive or negative, you can mm. fight. It's just if there's nothing, if it's flat, that's the problem. Yeah. But our audiences are really nice and like really on board. And I feel like we, we can, it, those kind of uh, live shows show us, it helps us connect with the audiences. And so when, when we are doing more studio episodes, we can still picture them, who we're talking to um, and what kind of questions uh, they would want answered from us. So what are the plans moving forwards? Listen, we're trying to get Series 4, in it? <laughs> this is true. I mean, I, I think we're trying to get the BBC to pay for us to go a bit further afield, which I would be cool. I think that's going to happen, man, because we, you, I think the... I don't know what you thought of the Paris episode, but for me, I thought it was really brilliant for us to be able to take ourselves out of just London. Uh, so we also... Um, I'll, I'll give you a little spoiler. We also went to a homeless shelter recently, mm. Brixton Soup Kitchen. That was really good yeah, as well. That's great. So just going like 
outside of uh, the studio and kind of being able to do more, I don't know. Engaging with people um, yeah. and, again, looking at what No Country looks like in its actual format. So, you know, looking at it from not just within London, because we're, we're London, pretty much London-based, um, but what it looks like in Paris, you know, what it looks like in, you know, other European um, cities uh, or in other cities around the UK. Like when we went to Paris, um, I didn't know and I found out that like in 2015 they took the word race out of the constitution. So I was like, why don't you take the word debt out of the constitution? Why are you taking race (laughs) out of the constitution or something? So it showed actually, to be honest with you, it made me appreciate that things racially ain't as bad in London as they are. They're different. Yeah, Mm. Yeah, I think I I would second that. I think um, London is extremely... Diverse. Very, very diverse, but also very accepting of people and their differences. That is not the case in places like Paris. Um, I was really upset to hear that there are Muslim women who can't wear their headscarves in the workplace. You couldn't get away with that in the UK um, at all. And to hear that some women had had their scars torn from their head. For me, even now, um, fi- I'm ready for a fight. From what I heard, yeah, you know, what yeah, I heard yeah. on the ground was, it's like every year there's a new Muslim female kind of attack in a way. So like I recently read an article that um, Muslim women who cover their hair won't be able to go on school trips with their, school, with their children. You won't be able to basically wear the scarf if you're chaperoning the kids. So it always feels like there's another thing and another thing and... I feel that must be so difficult for them to to feel belonging when that's their home and that is where they mm, were brought probably. up. So it's sad, and I feel I definitely came back thinking, "Hello, London! Like you're yeah. cool, like we're yeah. cool." So I know it's a bit miserable though in London at the minute, though, isn't it? Like it's a bit miserable. <laughs> that's just the weather and Brexit, to be honest. Yeah. But yeah. I think in the grand scheme of things, I think we, we're quite a resilient bunch of people. Um, I'm I'm very proud to be. I always say I'm Nigerian British first, hmm. um, but I'm I'm proud to be from the UK, and I think I think we're a great representation of what diverse London looks like. Yeah, to a certain yeah, extent. definitely, absolutely. Thank you, ladies. Oh, cool. There you go. That was Monty and Sadia from No Country for Young Women. We had a lot of fun when they come into ACAST that yeah, day. Yeah, that sounded like you had had a riot. It was. It was. Uh, it was. It was a good crack. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll uh, we'll catch up with you in a sec. Right. The first recommendation of the week is is a dear friend of mine and and the host of of the Rob Alton podcast, which is one of my favourite new podcasts produced by the Off Menu guys. Um, only launched this year, but we'll hear more about that when Rob Alton comes on to talk about his own podcast. Now we're going to hear what podcast he wants to recommend. Right, Rob Alton, can you recommend us a podcast to listen to? I started listening to the Two Shot podcast. Yes. I'm sure that's Craig been Parkinson. Yeah, Fantastic. Craig Parkinson listening to that. And just I just love the insight that you get into different people's lives and yeah. the way that he has a kind of a natural ease of talking to people and getting bits out of them that they might not think that they were going to give yeah, I, I think that that is a... Uh, it's just the art of conversation, isn't it? It really is. And I think that... Not, not the art of interviewing. It's the art of conversation. Yeah. It's exactly right, because that's what it feels like with Two Shot. It feels like it's not, here's my big actor guest, mm. and here's a big interview. It's like, here's a chat. We'll 
with someone that you happen to have seen mm. on TV or in a film. Yeah, actually, what it is, you're right. It's like I've hardly done any acting, but the small amount I did, I, I do want to sit down with these people mm. who I'm like, oh, yeah, go on then, tell, tell us. Tell us what, what it's like. And with that podcast, I feel that it's like you're getting to earwig on two people who are um, who have both like slogged it for ages and are very successful. Yeah. Well, not always. I mean, I was listening to one with Chris Washington the other day, who isn't a, he is a successful stand-up, but is relatively new in the grand scheme of things. Right. And that was really quite a long one. And it was fantastic. And he was just talking about his um, going up to Edinburgh for the first time and doing comedy gigs for the first time and, and then doing Edinburgh and then doing it again and now being on telly and going to Melbourne and, and just his journey in it. And it was really... That was fantastic, and that there was some re- really f- funny, natural bits in that. And I was like, "Oh God, that was great!" And uh, and then at the other end of it, you know, is talking to the people in Line of Duty and mm. all that, and yeah, it's, it's because I think that's a, a lot on. Oh, I can imagine the more acting that hopefully I, I might get to do. I don't know if I do. I mean, I struggle in auditions quite a lot, but it's in, interesting hearing all these people talking about their hang-ups. Yeah, with auditions and also um how they deal with social media and things like that it's really interesting just to um feel like you're getting not the polished album but like the 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 work and and they're they're like talking about it and you're like oh yeah right that's how you really feel yeah yeah completely is there a specific episode that you'd recommend to to, to a new listener or would you just say have a browse i think anyone uh, joe gilgan did it twice didn't he Amazing episodes, aren't they? Yeah, and some of the stuff that he was talking about with um, exercise, actually. Yeah. And just talking about being all over the place, but in a very passionate and together way. Yeah. Was inspiring for me. And I think a lot of the episodes do make you realise that a lot of these very high-functioning people have got a a lot of stuff going on as well. They're like, whoa, what, you can do that and that? Yeah, and it kind of makes me think about. Um, I've seen a, f- a few quotes recently where like humans are only using a certain amount of themselves. Like we could push ourselves to be so much more than we are. Yeah, but we're actually a lot of us just kind of stay in this comfort thing. And I, I love motivational videos with like Will Smith and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And um, he's always on about you know just like really pushing yourself and pushing yourself and and um i think an insight into these very high functioning people maybe they've just gone they've the the reason why it's like ed sheeran yeah like you don't get to be where he is without pushing yourself so you get through that pain barrier of the work ethic and just going like right here we go we're going nuclear with this and like having the energy and putting your mind and body through that to get to that stage is just, you know, phenomenal. The amount of travelling it have had to have done, the amount of work, stage, making it better, making putting this bit there, this bit there, this bit there. It's like, whoa, and there are these high-functioning people. And you, you just, I just end up going, right, and the Two Shot podcast is an insight into their, the humanity of these people. Yeah. I thought, I thought. Completely, that's perfect. Thank you very much, Rob. Pleasure.
there we go. That was Rob Alton recommending, uh, I mean, a podcast that we've talked about a lot in Pod Bible magazine was, it came third place in the movie category of the Pod Bible uh, 2019 poll winners. Correct. Uh, the Two Shot podcast mm. um, from our friend Craig Parkinson. So, yeah, fantastic recommendation from a fantastic chap. What's next, Stu? So, we have Jim from the Football Ramble, and he's recommending his favourite podcast. So, yeah, my recommendation would be uh, Drunk Women Solving Crime, which, like the Football Ramble, is exactly what it sounds like it is. Um, it's, it's a really interesting idea. It's uh, three um, comedians and writers, Hannah George, Katie Wilkins and Taylor Glenn, and it's very, very funny. Um, they have a guest on every week, and they, they talk to that guest about whether they've been involved in any crime, be it solving it or, I believe, you know, perpetrating it. Uh, then they sort of go through a kind of historical crime and they also have like listener submitted crimes, and as they're as they're doing this, they're sort of getting gradually more tipsy as it goes along. And it's one of those great podcasts where you feel like you're just sat with friends, or you're sat with some some fun people that that are really interesting, and you kind of want to be a part of it. I think there's a, there's a key difference between a good podcast and a good radio show, which is where I, I think a really good radio show is something that's very well presented at you, whereas a really great podcast is something that it feels like you're, you're invited into, and that, that they very much capture that sort of feeling. It's very, very fun. They get some great guests on as well, some some, uh, some, some really interesting people. They've had you know, Catherine Ryan on, uh, just just a lot of really, really sort of fun, interesting people, and uh, yeah, I, I can't recommend it enough. Brilliant. How did you find out about it? Um, so they're all actually friends of mine, but I, I listen to it anyway, because it's uh, which is easier than making the time to catch up, you know? <laughs> Perfect. Uh, are there any standout episodes in particular that you can think of? Uh, yes, Natalia Tenner uh, was particularly funny. Uh, she uh, she played Osha in Game of Thrones and Tonks in uh, in the Harry Potter movies, and she's very, very funny. And, uh, yeah, I, I, that, one was, uh, that one made me just want to drink along with it, to be honest. Do they actually get drunk on every episode? Yes, they do. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I wonder how that's working out for them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't think it's something we should try. We've certainly done some no. hungover episodes, haven't we? Yeah, we've done a couple. We're, we're quite professional nowadays. Aren't yeah. We? Louise Wenner was on one. I, yes. I from Sleeper. She was. Yeah, yeah they were very excited yeah. about that. Brilliant. There we go. That was that was another recommendation of a podcast that we've been really on board with on, on Pod Bible magazine. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and hopefully uh, there'll be something happening uh, in the next few months uh, yes. involving those ladies, we which are we will be on something live with the drunk women solving crime. But more details on that to follow. And the best way to do that is follow us on the socials. It really is, isn't it? At Pod Bible mm. on Instagram and Twitter, and Pod Bible on uh, on the old Facebook. Absolutely. Um, if you want to read interviews with uh, the likes of the aforementioned Craig Parkinson, and there's loads of stuff in there. Adam from, Buxton. Yeah. Who else? Oh, blimey. Who else have we had on the cut? Ramesh. Richard Herring, Ramesh. Yeah. Um, Carrie Ad Lloyd did the small one, didn't she? Brett Goldstein. Yeah. Loads of good people. Shag Married Annoyed. Yeah. Chris Ramsey and Rosie Ramsey. Yeah. What more do you want? Jade Adams. I mean, the football ramble lot. Of We've course. just had Jim from Football Ramble on. If you want to hear more from him, but in text form, <laughs> then, I mean, you're troubled. But, you know, is it, you might. So that's, For all of that, uh, where can they head, Stuart? If you go to podbiblemag.com, and then you can also read the blog over there. There's loads of weekly bits and pieces that go up there. You can also go, if you've missed all the winners of the 2019 Pod Bible poll winners, you can go over there and you can see... Every every single result that that, that that come in voted by you, lovely lot. And and I mean, 
I can't help but mention it again because we're really excited, but we're getting closer and closer to the first new issue mm. of Pod Bible magazine of 2020, mm. which is going to be in the Sunday Times. You'll also be able to get a free copy from us at the at the launch event mm-hmm. um, in London. But yeah, hugely excited to have that distributed all around the country in the Sunday Times, the first Sunday of, uh, of February. Absolutely. And in regards to the launch event, the best thing to do is to, is to follow us on the socials. or, yeah, or just really pushing hard on the socials on this mm. issue, but rightfully yeah. so. Yeah, and keep an eye on the website because all, all the announcements will be, will be available over there. And I mean, we'd love to see you at the, the launch event. Yeah, and basically, as a listener, you've got a lot of work to do. You've yeah. got to follow us on the socials. You've got to go on the website you've got to and come, come and hang out with us. Exactly. Get your fingers out. Come on. We're very lonely. Um, <laughs> As ever, the the crescendo endo, the Pod Bible podcast is delighted to be brought to you by Audible. I was doing some of that ASMR stuff where you whisper Audible. I don't know, like the YouTubers do it. Audible. Quite unpleasant. Yeah. I don't like it when you look at me when you do it either. <laughs> you don't. I'll close my eyes. Audible, yeah? 